Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion, Love and Judgment, takes us through scripture found in Jeremiah 9, verses 24. I'm going to read Jeremiah 23 through 24 in the Living Translation in order to give you added insight into the scripture. This is what the Lord says. Don't let the wise boast in their wisdom or the powerful boast in their power or the rich boast in their riches. But those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth, and that I delight in these things. I, the Lord, has spoken. Now, as God was talking to the prophet Jeremiah, he revealed three things about his nature, that God is kind, he is just, and he is righteous. J.I. Packer begins today's devotion with the imperative, God is love, or we might say it another way, the essence of God is love. If anyone would doubt the love of God, they need to look no further than the sacrifice of Christ. In John, we read that God loved us so much that he sent his son into the world so that whoever would believe in his holy sacrifice for the sins of the world will be saved. Jesus is God's love personified. But as the title of our devotion says, as our scripture verse reaffirms, God also exercises judgment. Now, how do we reconcile with these two attributes of God, love and judgment? Well, a few weeks ago, I shared about Solomon, who was the wise king of Israel. And today I want to share about his son, Rehoboam. Because of Solomon's complete disregard for God's law as he grew older, after he died, the nation of Israel was divided into 10 northern tribes and two southern tribes. Now, the southern part of Israel was ruled by Rehoboam, Solomon's son. And Jeroboam ruled the ten tribes of the north. This division of the nation resulted in years and years of civil war between the two kings. Now remember, God chose Israel as a nation who would then love and obey him only. As a result of their obedience and love, God would lavish them with blessings so vast that the other nations would see and give glory to the God of Israel. They were to be God's witnesses to the world of the one true God. But by the time Rehoboam became king, the people of Israel and its leaders were no longer listening to God, but instead were worshiping idols made by human hands and consequently were no longer a witness of God's glory. In fact, the nations around Israel who were their enemies were actually making fun of the sovereign Lord, mocking his name and questioning his power. So in God's sovereign justice, Israel was eventually taken into captivity The temple of God was destroyed and plundered, and the entire city of Jerusalem was destroyed. Now, as you review the downfall of Israel, you might ask, how could a kind and loving God do this to his chosen people? The answer might surprise you. It's because he loved them, and he wouldn't allow them to continue to disgrace themselves. Also, he wouldn't allow them to bring God down to be mocked by these evil nations. A collateral question is, Would it have been love to let Israel continued in their sin? 
Now, as any parent knows, a child must learn that disobedience has consequences. If you're a dog mom, those dogs need consequences as well for disobedience. Now, a mom seeking that her child is playing too close to the busy street shouts out a warning to move away from the street. But the child doesn't listen, runs to the edge of the street, and looks back at the mom with a look of, I don't have to listen to you. I think our dogs do the same thing. Mine just completely ignores me. Now, the mom has two choices. She can either let the child play near the edge of the street, or she can grab the child from the danger which the child is unaware of, and then issue a consequence of the child's disobedience. A mom full of love for the child would inevitably choose the latter. Also, believers in Jesus Christ often test whether God is really watching. They might lie about their accomplishments in order to look good in people's eyes or to get a promotion. Also, they might rob God of a tithe to their church, rationalizing that they just don't have enough money left over at the end of the week to give back to God. Or they might gossip about others, clothing it in concern by saying, I'm sharing this so that we can pray about it. However, praying for the friend who has a problem might best be done in your closet and just between you and God. You get it. So how does God get our attention so that we don't stray too far from his will? Well, he can point out the truth about our motives through our reading of his word. God can speak to us in a prayer time. God can also use other believers to hold us accountable. That is why Mariner's Church emphasizes the need for people to step into rooted and life groups. However, if we don't listen, we might suffer the consequences of our disobedience, our sin. For example, someone might find out about our lie, causing us to suffer great embarrassment, or our gossiping can cause us to lose a friend and the respect of others. You see, God's desire was to pour out his blessing on Israel, but because of their disobedience, he would not do so. In the same vein, if we continue to sin against God, he will not pour out his blessings on us. To Israel, God said, if my people who are called by not my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. A clear way back to God. And to believers, God says, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness a way for believers to get back on track with God's will for their lives. At the center of God's character is kindness, justice, righteousness, and rejoice in this, that the umbrella that covers all is his love. Choose to live in the abundance of God's blessing. And when God says, you're playing too close to the street, listen, because he can see the speeding car coming down the street before you can. Let's pray. Most Heavenly Father, thank you for your care for us. Thank you for the way you protect us. Thank you that you are a God of love, kindness, justice, that you see it all, you know it all, God. We surrender to you everything, laying at your feet, trusting in you to do your will. We love you and we pray in your precious name. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.